0: Hi, I'm Jason from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a student pharmacist attending Concordia University School of Pharmacy. You're listening to Pharmacy Forward, a podcast about transforming knowledge into action. Hi, I'm Cassidy Vache, a PGY1 community pharmacy resident.
1: And I'm HaFan, and we're from the University of Mississippi School of Pharmacy. Today, we're talking about creating a meaningful side gig as a pharmacist, or even becoming an entrepreneur and remain passionate about your profession in life.
0: Our guest today is Dr. Jessica Louie. She is CEO of Clarify, Simplify, Align, and the host of the Burnout Doctor podcast. And she's the associate professor at West Coast University School of Pharmacy in
1: Los Angeles, California. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to talk about how pharmacists can diversify their career and thrive, especially in the landscape of COVID-19.
2: Thank you for the invite onto your podcast. I'm excited to
1: talk today. Jessica, our show today is about how pharmacists can create meaningful side gigs to help align their work and life. Given the ever-changing job market and how uncertain it is, now is a great time for everyone to explore new career adventures. So Jessica, could you expand on your journey and tell us more about the various parts of your
2: career? Yes, so my career in pharmacy started back in the early 2000s. I chose pharmacy as a profession I wanted to pursue early on in high school. And was able to shadow different types of pharmacists, get some training, and then decided to pursue pharmacy at the University of Southern California here in Los Angeles. I moved out from the Midwest and completed my bachelor degree and my doctor of pharmacy degree. And through that training program, I realized I wanted to try out different fields from community to ambulatory care to hospital and was an intern pharmacist at USC's private hospital during my time there. I decided to pursue a postgraduate training program afterwards and landed intentionally outside of California for a new experience at University of Utah Healthcare in Salt Lake City. And there I pursued my PGY-1 in pharmacy practice and my PGI 2 in critical care. And at the end of my journey, I realized I really wanted to go back into academia and give back to the next generation of pharmacists. So I came back to Los Angeles and joined West Coast University School of Pharmacy. And over the last four and a half years, I've opened four different businesses and learned a lot how to run different small businesses. And currently, my main small business is the Burnout Doctor, the podcast, and how I coach burned out pharmacists and healthcare professionals. So definitely a variety of the journey through the last 15 years.
1: I know many pharmacists lose their joy in healthcare because of the weekly grind. Could you speak to some of the causes that you've seen lead to this and some ways people can start to reframe their work and life to fight this?
2: Yeah, so I want to back up and make sure everyone is on the same page about what is burnout if you've never heard of it. And it really is a syndrome characterized by three different things including exhaustion. A lot of us either feel mentally exhausted or physically exhausted and I personally went through that myself. I was either spending more hours at my hospital or my program than I was spending in my own home or taking a lot of work home with me. Maybe you can relate to that. Many times we're also looking at cynicism or this lack of fulfillment at work. We feel very frustrated over the lack of control we have. I personally had some cynicism and negative viewpoints. And then finally, the last characteristic is decreased self-efficacy thinking, are we really having this sense of personal accomplishment in our profession or our work? And for many of us, especially if you might be finishing up residency programs and have research projects outstanding, it can be really frustrating if you've put in hundreds or thousands of hours into that research and it's not going to be published right away. And it took me over three years to get all of my research published and having some of that and going through different stages of burnout was interesting for me. I actually didn't know it was burnout at the time back in 2014, 2015. No one was really talking about burnout in the pharmacy profession at that time. So being able to talk and share openly about what is burnout, how high levels of stress can lead to burnout is really important. In terms of starting to fight this, I think it's important to acknowledge if you're feeling any of these ways, if you're feeling stuck or staying right now, if you might think that your stress is turning into burnout, you can definitely start seeing the signs and symptoms and then start getting the help that you need to reset it in your own life. And I think it's important to realize that your process is not going to happen overnight. It's very similar to When I talk about clutter in our life, we didn't accumulate clutter in our life overnight. It took years to decades to accumulate all the things we own. And same with burnout. We're not going to remove everything in our life overnight. It's going to be a process and a journey for ourselves. And I think that just starting and acknowledging is the first step.
0: Thank you, Jessica, so much for that great insight. I like how you talked about the clutter in our life being similar to burnout and how it's not all going to get better overnight. But that whole idea of just simplifying your life, it seems like you wear many hats. So can you elaborate on what that really means and how this can help you align your career and life, even if you have multiple commitments at once?
2: Yes, I think that what saved me from my own burnout was simplifying and decluttering my life. And that kind of goes back to a lot of times we cope with our stress or we cope with our burnout in some type of way. For many of us, it might be shopping or some type of addictive behavior. For me personally, that was shopping for clothing, and I needed a reset on that. So when I talk about clutter, I think of how we can let go of a lot of clutter in our life, not only from the physical standpoint, but also the mental, emotional, and spiritual standpoint. So getting really clear on that, I think, is really important. So before you jump into side businesses or small businesses and multiple commitments, I think it's really important you take a step back. And the first step I think is clarifying what you want out of your life, clarifying what are your core values. Yes, you may have core values from your family when you were growing up, but as a young adult, now it's really important to get clear on what that means to you. Write those down. I personally went through Simon Sinek's start with why process and trained on how to incorporate that into my own business. And I think that's a really important step first, and then going into simplifying. So Let's say you've done the other types of clutter or physical clutter in your life. Now it's time to simplify your calendar, right? And when a lot of commitments come up, it's usually we have a very full calendar and we don't feel like we own our time. So it's time to shift from trying to find time in your calendar to making time and owning your time on your calendar and letting go of things that aren't serving you, realizing that seasons of life change and there's an ebb and flow in that which means that you can focus on maybe your small business this season and then maybe something else another season. It doesn't have to be stagnant. And getting really clear on where you want to spend your time is so important. So that's why if you have really clear ideals of how you want to live your life, what your core values are, then it's much easier to know where to focus your time, which is your most valuable resource here on earth and where to focus your energy as well. I
0: like what you mentioned about being intentional with your energy so you can be clear and focused on what really matters in life. How do you feel taking on new opportunities, starting a small
2: business, or even a side gig
0: could help with this?
2: So I think that being ill to have passions outside of your main full-time job is really important in life. And I think this is a way that, one, you can realize, I call it the weekly joy check of there's 10 pillars of your life, and if you think that work is your whole life, it definitely isn't. I felt that way when I was experiencing burnout and running towards this finish line, basically, of I needed to get all of these Degrees done, residency training done, credentials done, and then I would be able to live my life. And a lot of us may feel this way where we're running towards the finish line. And I want you to realize that work or your school life is only one aspect of your life. There's so many other aspects. And I call that the 10 pillars where we have our health, our mental, emotional health, our friends, our family, our work, our mission. And then we have learning and experiences, spiritual health, financial health, and so on. And being able to see that there's multiple different ways we can approach life, I think is really important besides going back to your clarify step to elaborate a little bit more on time. I like to use time blocking, and if you've never heard of this, this is kind of similar to how we use budgeting for money, where we're allocating money to certain buckets in our life. The same can be done with our time, where we allocate certain buckets of our time to certain things, where we are being really intentional with our goals during the day, achieving And completing one or two of our main goals for the day before we check our emails, before we check social media. And those are done at certain times of the day that work best for you. So we're not feeling like we're on 24-7 checking email or checking social media um, or sending a project through the whole day. We have this time block out for it and we will fill that time to complete it. And the other way that I look at in terms of Owning your time and making sure that you're feeling like you can take on new opportunities is setting up your week and your day for success. So this goes back to you can set up your week on Sundays or Mondays and see what's there. And I always say if it's not scheduled on your calendar, it's not going to happen. Taking those simple shifts to make sure everything that you want is on your calendar. It's not overfilled and you know what your goals are for the week and you're not having more than three goals to accomplish for the week can be really important. So those are some ways that you could start looking at time and looking at where you want to spend your energy.
1: Yeah, I think those are all very great points to make. And I definitely blocked time on my calendar as well, but I don't know if I do it as well as you do. So I'm sure you you feel the same way. But with being faculty, it's so difficult to prioritize our time with being pulled in so many different directions. Like you were saying, if it's not on your calendar, it's probably not going to get done. So what suggestions do you have for pharmacists that are looking to better prioritize, clarify, and align their time to make that leap of faith to pursue their small business or side gig?
2: Yeah, so I think that first, if you want to pursue your small business or side gig, congratulations. The first step is acknowledging that you want to take on this next big project and now deciding how you want to tackle it. A lot of us in pharmacy, I think, are very scared to get started. So I think that surrounding yourself with people who are also prioritizing small businesses and side gigs is important because when you have a community around you that is interested in this, it will help you take action. I always say that things are 10% education and 90% implementation. So taking that leap of faith and having a community around you can be really helpful in that. The next thing I would consider is starting to think about how to set boundaries around your small business and allocating a necessary time to it. And then also being mindful of transitions in your life. I think that when we're going through different transitions, whether that is from your pharmacy school to being a practitioner or from residency or fellowship to being a practitioner. When we have those big transitions in life, it's important to maybe take a step back and not start a small business or side gig at the exact same time. It's similar to when you're taking on a new job or something. It's important maybe not to buy a house at the same time because those could be two really big events that could add stress to your life when you don't need to add multiple areas of stress to your life at the exact same time. So, I think being mindful of the transition state you're in and not jumping into too much at once is important. And then once you're comfortable in the area that you're in, whether that is a full-time or part-time job, then pursuing that small business or side gig on the side will be a lot easier for you and it won't be as stress invoking because I will tell you that as an entrepreneur, it is very fun, but it also is a lot of work and a lot more commitment than you might initially realize, especially since the beginning stages are usually a lot more time commitment and a lot more effort up front the first one or two years. Thank
0: you so much, Jessica. Those were some really great tips. This has really been such a fascinating conversation about sparking joy in your life and those around you to prevent burnout and curate a life you love. Some of the key messages I think we have highlighted during this episode include just acknowledging what burnout is, the signs of exhaustion, lack of fulfillment, decreased self-efficacy, Just acknowledging those and being able to reach out for help. Also, just simplifying can be the key to aligning your career and life and being clear on your mental, emotional, and spiritual values. And then finally, prioritizing your time and looking at the benefits of maybe looking at a side gig or a small business and exploring those passions outside of your full-time job, looking at the 10 pillars of your life. Some tips that Jessica shared with us was owning your time through time blocking and also surrounding
2: yourself with a supportive community. So thank you so much, Jessica. We really enjoyed having you today. Thank you for the opportunity to come on the podcast. I really enjoy talking about burnout and simplifying your life and I would love to continue connecting with everyone. There is a burnout starter kit that's complimentary to download and take action right away in your life.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Forward, a podcast about transforming knowledge into action. If you like this podcast, please subscribe using your favorite podcast app and tell all of your pharmacy friends and colleagues. Be sure to rate us and send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Pharmacy Forward is produced by the Division of Pharmacy Professional Development at the University of Mississippi School of Pharmacy. For more information about our professional development programs, visit PharmacyCPD.org. That's pharmacycpd.org. Thanks for listening.